Welcome to Tuesday Talk with the Queen of Hearts. I'm Cheryl Jones, the Queen of Hearts, and I am so excited that you're here today. Today we have the awesome pleasure of welcoming Ms. Maggie Capcart, correct? All right, great. Maggie, tell us all about yourself. Okay, well, I'm I'm a veteran for health care. I own a school. Uh, my school has been in business for 30 years. Wow. I've actually been a part of it Um I would say about 28 of those years. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yes. Wow. And what we do is uh, we basically uh, focus on allied health training. Okay. Uh, mostly imaging, imaging, okay. medical assisting, and MRI. Oh, awesome. That is amazing. So you help people get jobs. I do. Yeah. Listen up, y'all. If y'all out there looking to change careers or enhance your career or whatnot, is that a field where a person could do other things? <coughs> Absolutely. You know, anytime you get any kind of, uh, how do you say, footing in in medical, you can work and grow as you go. Most most facilities, especially if you work for the hospital, they eventually will, if you want to grow and go back to school, they'll send you back to school. So it's a good way to get your foot in the door. Awesome. Very low cost, short programs that get your foot in the door and you can grow from there. How many months does it take? Okay, so it depends on the, the the what you choose. The medical assisting program is about four months. Oh, that's not uh, bad. Yes, I know. Get you working really quick. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so four months is a, a short period of time, for, especially for people who you know they're not in high school. They're right. You know, they're not still young. They have a family. They've chosen. You know, they had to go straight to working. <laughs> and with that. <laughs> With that, they need short programs that can adjust to their schedule and that can they can be working, you know, pretty quickly. Absolutely. I know so many people that, <clears throat> excuse me, since COVID, they've decided to make a transition in their career. Mm-hmm. So have you seen a lot of that? A lot of people that were maybe something else and they decided, mm-hmm. hey, let me make a change? Absolutely. Matter of fact, I, ha- I have to tell you a story. The, um, one of my students, uh, he started out, he used to move furniture. Oh, wow. He used to move furniture. So he ran into, uh, I guess he was moving furniture, and one of the instructors was uh, passing by, and he was driving a car, which I don't know what kind of car it was, but uh, obviously it was pretty expensive because he stopped. (laughs) He stopped and asked him, he said, what what kind of work do you do in order to drive that car? Mm. And so he told him, well, I'm an instructor, I'm an MRI instructor, and uh, I actually teach for a program that you can probably get into. Wow. And so I don't know how long the time distance in in between when he called and came by to check it out. I mean, he just showed up at the office. Luckily, I was there. Wow, that's awesome. (laughs) He showed up, and uh, he asked me, could he enroll into the MRI program? I said, well, what kind of background do you have? Right. I always do a personal interview with the person that I talk to about training. Um, because it's it's a commitment, yeah. And I do believe that when people come to you for a to, training, is not really training for me. Okay, it's, it's a lifestyle change. Okay, okay. So when he came, I had to talk to him about what that looks like for him because it, it it requires you making a plan. Okay, having a commitment. So everybody who starts there required to basically do a strategic career plan for me. Right. You know, to tell me how they're going to graduate. Okay. It's gotcha. kind of like when you you first dating and you go, well, how are we going to break up? Yeah. yeah it's like, <laughs> you want to know what the breakup looks like. Yeah. Just, you know, it's like, but anyway, we want to know wow. what your commitment is, you know. Uh-huh. And so once he told me that and everything and told me his, his story, whatever, he started the program. He finished the program. Wow. He just graduated two months ago. He has a job. Yay! Time. Yay! Okay. He went from, from being a furniture, lifting and carrying furniture every day, yeah. to being an MRI tech. Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. Yes, yes. That is amazing. Yes. And those are great careers because if we don't know anything mm-hmm. from COVID, we know healthcare is going to be here, y'all. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I think there's been tremendous growth in healthcare, but I do think there's been tremendous loss. Also, a lot of people Absolutely. have left. I mean, a lot of people have left a lot of things, teaching, Absolutely. healthcare, just everything. You see so many places that need people, mm-hmm. you know, in their employ. And, and talk to us a little bit about the life change. You said it's a life change. What do you mean by that? Okay. So lifestyle mm-hmm. change, everything has a culture. Right. Everything. So when you change careers, you're actually changing uh, a culture. You yeah. Know, the people that you talk to, the people that you're around. Everything. Your whole environment change. Yeah. And, and you notice, I don't know if, when you, if you remember when you were in college and, 
and, you know, the people who didn't go to college go, oh, you think you all that? Oh, yeah, 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 you yeah. Know, and yeah. Like, you change, you like you don't yeah. know us no more, yeah. you know, Jump that kind of it. thing. Uh-huh. And so it is a lifestyle change. People Absolutely. will say that. And, and they feel like you're leaving them behind and yeah. you're not going to talk to them anymore because you're getting educated and yeah. different things. So you have to, people have to prepare for success. Okay. They have to pre- prepare mentally. Yeah. If they're yeah, ready yeah. to receive the 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 positive Hello. part of it Definitely. and also the negative part Absolutely. of it. Absolutely. Because it's not easy. It's not. It's not easy to change something you've done before mm-hmm. and, you know, they see you in a different light. I know that just from my journey. You know, I've been in business for 18 years, but mm-hmm. people saw you as maybe oh man she's just a social worker and mm-hmm. then when you change and you're now a ceo of something and it's like okay y'all don't know me anymore <laughs> i am totally different i'm not that same little crazy girl you thought i was absolutely yeah. <laughs> so it's just so funny because if you don't grow into your vision yes. nobody will grow into it y'all no. and i hope you take note of that if you're making any type of changes in your life know that you're going to lose some people but you're going to gain so many more and my it. thing is growth is so important on our journey because mm-hmm. guess what you're either green and growing or ripe and rotten yeah and things that are rotten will be thrown out to the garbage yes absolutely, absolutely. So if you're not growing, something's wrong. You need yeah. to be growing. Yes. You need to be growing, definitely. So go back a little bit and tell us where you're from. Okay. <laughs> I'm originally from Louisiana. Yay. Okay. okay. I moved here because I married my husband. Okay. okay. And I've been here ever since. Wow. So it would be hard for me to go back home now. Wow. <laughs> How long have you been here? 28 years. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So a long time. Yeah, okay. So this is home now. <laughs> this is home. Okay, great. That's Absolutely. awesome. That's awesome. So where's the school located? Okay, so we're located in Dallas. In Dallas. Uh, we actually just moved. We were in, um, well, actually, still in Dallas. But used to, most people thought we were in Garland. But we're in Dallas uh-huh. uh, off of LBJ and um, Greenville Avenue. Oh, okay, okay. yeah. I know exactly there. where you are. Yeah, yeah definitely. So that's a popular area over there. Yeah, it is. Definitely. So we're super excited about the move and everything because we're trying to grow. We're trying to increase um, our programs. We're wanting okay. to grow into having where we can provide uh, a nursing hub for oh, uh, nurse awesome. practitioners. Yes. Uh, we want to do an RN program. So we're actually growing to a two-year college uh, down oh, the road. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Totally two-year pro- college. But with that growth, it's really focused on trying to develop um, people more. Not Again, we're talking about training. Okay. Um, but we want to encompass the lifestyle <laughs> cultural as well so okay. in other words we, w- we don't want to just assess the people's you know getting the education on how to work okay we want to develop them into being a person who who has more integrity okay. um increasing the the reaching out to the community uh we wanted to develop to develop those different areas so these wow. people who come into healthcare. We want them to reach out and give back. Okay. So our programs consist of uh, a lot of the self-care. Right. Implementing that. Okay. okay. Implementing, uh, trying to, um, we have what we call a mobile uh, care unit. So with that mobile care unit, we do uh, multiple screenings. We go into the communities and we help okay. people uh, assess blood pressure and things like that. So the people that we want to put out, we want to make sure that they're putting them out and giving back. So yes, it can grow. So it can yes, grow. absolutely. Yeah. Everything that we find our hands to do, we also need to find another hand that can the give <laughs> out. That can give out. That's one of the things people say, yes. well, you know, I'll, I do a lot of events in Dallas, and people say, you run your events like a nonprofit because they're so low in price and all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. <laughs> That's part of my give back. Yes. You know, every event I'm going to have some free tickets that I have purchased yeah. to give to people. You know, because that's just who I am. That was the whole thing with the beautiful hearts. I believe I wanted to honor women who have beautiful hearts and do things in the community by me giving them a plaque and paying for their dinner. Y'all, that's a give back. That's a give back because I say, I love you. I see what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, your works are not going unnoticed. They're going noticed, definitely. And we have a mutual friend, (laughs) Teresa Little. So tell us how Teresa is such a blessing in your life. Uh, Teresa, uh, she is a blessing in this in the fact that she does such a good job of connecting people together, bringing yes. people together, and like-minded people on yes. top of that. Yes, um, I originally met met her through. Um, uh, she has she works at the Family Place. Uh, yeah. 
for domestic violence. Right. And it's one of those things that uh, is near and dear to my heart uh, when it comes to helping people who have experienced uh, right. domestic violence. Um, I've helped navigate a few of her clients into yeah. training and helping That's change awesome. their lives. That you know? is awesome. And she and I together, we work together. Yes. Okay, so I'm an advocate to, to right. help her uh, to get those kind of things done, to change, because she's so passionate yes. about what she believes in, and she runs across clients who, without her help, have none. You mm-hmm. know, they, they have no help. So partnering with her to help them navigate, we, we've done... I, I can't even, I've lost count on how many students. Oh, my goodness, that that's awesome. Program. Yes. Wow. And so it's been very, a big blessing to right. be a part of that and to be able to help because, um, you know, it's one thing to want to help, but to actually see people do the right. work and see them uh, progress and be mm-hmm. so, it, it's amazing. It it's pr- is. It's priceless. Yeah, yeah, to see the end result is yes. probably amazing. Yes. Yes. Yeah, to, and especially if you know their story and know where they came from. Exactly. Because that's why I tell people it don't matter where you came from. It's where yes. you end up. It's mm-hmm. where you are going, you know. So just keep going. Keep yes. fighting, definitely, for sure. Absolutely. Well, I wanted to find out about a time in your life that you maybe overcome something that was difficult. And tell us a little bit about that and how you overcame mm-hmm. it. Well, okay, if I had to say the most difficult things for me, I've been very fortunate in life, I have to be honest with you. Uh, I was always a quiet person, quiet uh-huh. child. So a lot of my teachers always kind of took a liking because I was so quiet. Uh-huh. So, you know, so from my point of view, I may have been had a, like a little bit te- teacher's pet kind of thing. So I got, oh, a, lot of, yeah. you know, so I got a lot of things kind of easy. Uh, but at the same time, the, the toughest thing for me, uh-huh. uh, because I was so quiet and shy or whatever uh, growing up, um, when I went to college, you know, I still had that demeanor. So yeah. going to uh, x-ray school, the challenge for me was to come out of my shell. And, okay. And to be uh, the strong person I needed to be okay. in order to get through that. Yeah. And so I would say the, the toughest thing for me was really learning to love myself. Okay. Learning I to love myself and also <coughs> to, learn, to, to love the people who look like me. Okay? Yeah. So because a lot of that comes from... Um, we have been ingrained to have a lot of self-hatred. Yeah. So, therefore, learning to actually just become knowledgeable of that, you know. Yeah. So, the thing that helped me uh, work through that mm-hmm. was my faith. Yes. Okay. If I didn't have that, I'm literally don't know where wow, I'd be. Wow, that I, I live on that every day. Oh, absolutely, every absolutely. day. Absolutely, I have problems, and sometimes you know you plan for those problems. You say, yeah. oh, okay, I'm. This is what I'm gonna do. Okay, uh, you know, I have an idea. Right. But whether it goes that way or not, something don't totally actually, different. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's where my yeah, faith comes yeah, in. It's like, definitely. okay, I need you to help me today. Definitely. You know? so for sure. That is the thing. And so through that, I've learned how to truly repent. Uh-huh. How to truly forgive. Yes. And to love on purpose. Oh, absolutely. You know, you know? Absolutely. And so those things right there, to me, um, have been priceless for me. Yeah. I... I that's who I am. It, Absolutely. It, it wasn't before, but those are my core. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. You said some powerful things there. And one of the best things that I've ever done is learned about self-love and true love of others. Yes. You know, it's one thing to say, hey, I love others. But if you don't love yourself, you can't mm-hmm. really love no, others. And many people don't know that. So they feel that they're being picked on or they feel like yes. this, that, and the other. And the reality is you're picking on yourself. <laughs> All day. All day long. <laughs> you never think there's All anything day. good about yourself. So yeah. I love to work with girls, and I say girls, they're really young women, mm-hmm. between the age of 20 and 30 mm-hmm. because those are the ages when things can change for you yes. in a good way or a bad way. Yes. Um, so I've seen so many cases. I'm a social worker, and I've been in the Dallas-Fort Worth area for 30-some-odd years. Mm-hmm. So I've seen a lot of stuff. Yes. I've seen a lot of families. Wow. I've helped a lot of families. And I think what I've noticed most is a mom that knows herself and knows mm-hmm. that she can do it, mm-hmm. you can't stop her. But a mom that's struggling, that really doesn't believe in herself, and mm-hmm. then she may have a slacker boyfriend who really yeah. is bringing her down. Yes. 
that can change the entire family. Yes. <clears throat> so I know you meet people like that in your training. Yes. What do you do to motivate them? Especially if you have the latter girl that has something bad going on at home or somebody who doesn't believe in her or whatever. How do you help her see, or even him if it's a guy, how do you help them see that you can make this, you can do this? Well, first of all, I always deal with, and, and I tell people, you never operate from a place of fear. Yes. Fear will stop you and you'll never Absolutely. be successful. I, I mean, so basically I tell them just basically assess what are your fears? Absolutely. You know, what are those? Okay. Let's deal with that. Absolutely. Okay? And a lot of them always think, well, can I really do this program or can I, can I really be somebody else? You know, can I do yeah. it? Yeah. And I was like, I guarantee it. Yeah. I, I guarantee you I will be by your side the whole time. Hella. You know. Definitely. You have any questions? You have any any problems or whatever, right. whether it be personal or whatever, come tell me. Right. I, said, I don't know much. I, I don't claim to, to have all Know everything. Yeah. I know people who Hello. probably do. I know where to find the answer. That's what <laughs> I, I tell I know where people. to find them. I may not know it all, but I know where to go get it, for That's sure. That's right. I, mm-hmm. I believe in networking to the umph degree. So. Oh, so true. Oh, yes. I love pe- I love. I, I never. I'm going to say this out loud. Okay. I, I love people. Yeah. Okay. Now, when I went to interview in college, that was one of the things when, the, when she asked me, why did I want to be in health care? I, uh, I said, well, I love people. They laughed. <laughs> they, they did. They what laughed. Did. They go, really? They say, oh, okay, cuckoo. And, and, <laughs> and, and I was like, okay, why did they think that was funny? But, but I really, so I like actually, the reason, let me tell you why. I like people because I love what they have to tell me. It's like wow. I love exploring what yeah. they know, uh-huh. you know, because when I when they share that with me and I learn things from them, well, yeah. I'm just a piece of them just left with me. Right, so absolutely, I, yes, a piece yeah. of them has left. So I love opening up and seeing what people are about. You know, right. it, it's, to me, it's like I feel like a kid in a candy store when uh-huh. I meet people. You absolutely. Know? So I do love people in in that regard. It's like. Um, I I love different cultures. I just, yep. you know, it's exploration. I don't have to go across the United States or go to another country to explore. Yeah. I can, I can do it right here. Right here. So. Definitely. I love that. Absolutely. Well, tell us about a time. We're going to talk to the business people now. <laughs> tell us about a time that y'all may have experienced a slow point. I know for me. I tell people, I thank God I'm still open because mm-hmm. COVID mm-hmm. was so slow yeah. that I thought, okay, am I going to be able to keep this office? Am I going to be able to keep yes. this business? So did y'all experience a slow point as yes, well? Yes, we did. Okay, yeah. We did. We had a program. Uh, it was an uh, NCT x-ray program, and it was okay. one of the programs that the state provided. And uh, it was one of the ones that they required that you had to be in person. Oh, wow. And because nobody would come in person anymore with COVID, right, we had to basically refund all the money at that time. Oh, no. Yeah, and we didn't do the, we couldn't do it on Zoom, things like that or whatever. So that took a big chunk of of our revenue. So it slowed down to the point where we had to, like, you know, downsize. At that time, I think I had maybe total of maybe five employees and mm-hmm. we were down to like two at that time yep yes, i understand oh I so understand. that was uh that was quite a struggle but like again my faith yeah uh, pulled me through that one absolutely you know, um, yes the lord of above pulled yes. us through that one yes uh, because there were still people to help yeah there were still people to help people still needed education and then we wanted to support the healthcare field right uh, of, and, and that's what's really brought about my thoughts about helping the healthcare and self-care okay you know actually uh going toward trying to help people who actually help others right okay and you yourself you know being a social worker yeah in, in that field or whatever you know compassion fatigue yes happens all, all the time yeah all yep. the time yes and so i really thought about that it's like you know People in healthcare and especially social workers and psychologists or whatever, they sh- they shelter and carry the burden and mm, the energy mm. of these people. They kind of like when people come to them with their troubles and their things or whatever, they're taking a load off of people. Yes. You know what I'm saying? They're actually, it's Ooh, almost wait. physical. They're actually it picking is. it up and, and it putting is. it on their own it their shoulders. It is. And with that or whatever, it's, it's a lot to carry. Right. It's a lot to carry. Right. So they have to be replenished. Yeah. They have to be replenished. So that was one of my effort. I created a whole, I, I created a little book. I haven't published it yet, but I created a little book to help remind 
healthcare and everybody to to keep abreast of your self care. Oh wow, you know, I just love keep that. track of it. Yeah, you know, make sure you replenish yourself. Make sure you get your socialization. Right. Make sure you get your health taken right. care of. Work out. Take care of yourself. All your vitamins, of that stuff. Yeah. Connect with your spirituality. You wow. know, take time to make sure mm-hmm. that you're you uh, have gratitude. Yeah. Uh, your mental wellness. Make yeah. sure you're addressing your your own mental wellness. Yes, it's like, so it's just a book that just goes through definitely. all these things and checklists. You know, make sure you're definitely. checking checking in with your family, connecting with your Absolutely. family. You know, because that's your core. You know, definitely. It is what it is. You know, because. We all have one person in the family that kind of throws you left, but yeah. they, they still family. Hella. You know? That's it, exactly. So. I know that is so important that you say that because my friends that are truly my friends, they understand this. Don't don't call me. <laughs> I just tell them, don't even try, y'all. <laughs> just go ahead and text me. Yeah. Because nine times out of ten, I'm at somebody's house. <laughs> I was out late last night yes. with the crisis team. Y'all, I'm on the crisis team. Sometimes I am the crisis team. When nobody else can go, I go. I say, yeah, I'm going. Mm -hmm. Because if somebody is in crisis, I need to go and make sure that they make it through that. If I need to call the police, the hospital, whatever, I need to be there. And that's why I tell people, uh, yesterday was a great example. I had three people that wanted to talk to me. I said, today (laughs) is not the day. Feel free to text me. But I had so much on me that I couldn't say another word to anybody. So when I got home, I said very little to Rodney even. Mm -hmm. You know, and even though I had to take care of him physically, Mm -hmm. I said, I just can't talk today. I Mm -hmm. said, I am worn out. So I laid down about eight nine o'clock i didn't wake up to eight this morning that's mm. not like me because i'm usually a four o'clock five yes. o'clock girl and i think at six i woke up a little bit but i lay back down yes. so yes. it's like i was so exhausted and my thing is i tell people know your own body mm-hmm. and here's the mm-hmm. thing don't don't apologize for taking rest do what you need to do if you can't and i'm not saying don't go to church all the time but i am saying if you know that Sunday you just can't make it. You can look online. Yeah. <laughs> do what you need to do to take care of you. Yeah. yeah. Because guess what? Me and Rodney figured it out. If I'm not good, I can't take care of him. Yes. If I'm not good, I can't take care of my 30-something mm-hmm. employees. If I'm not good, this, this, and this. Yes. yes. And it's like, I've got to be good, y'all. Yeah. I, it ain't no option. Without me, you know, he's no longer able to do what he needs to do. He's Absolutely. no longer to live at home. He would be in a nursing home. Mm-hmm. So it's like you've got to put things in perspective and understanding for you. Mm-hmm. And give yourself, there's a song by William McDowell called There is Grace. Mm-hmm. And, man, that song, when I listen to it, I'm always just crying. And, and I'm just realizing sometimes I don't give myself grace. Oh. Yeah. And sometimes I'm too hard on me. Mm-hmm. So it's like we have to give ourselves and others grace. Sometimes they're going to get it wrong. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're going to talk to you crazy. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> they're not going to respond to you. Yeah. I give people grace. Right. But I also know, and I've just learned this, in order to take that, sometimes the relationship has to make a shift. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you have to, and Maya Angelou says it best, when people show you who they are, believe that. Wow. Now that's. You gotta believe it. You gotta believe it. Because you can't keep making excuses. Well, they were busy. And oh, they really love me, but this, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. Absolutely. When they don't, they don't. They don't. It's okay. They've shown you. They show you. It's okay. It's okay. okay. So that's what I had to learn. (laughs) That's what I had to learn. And in order to be okay with me and. Mm I live a crazy, wild life, but that's by choice because yeah. I can't say no. I'm not going to accept that assignment. I can say no, but at the end of the day, I have thousands of dollars to pay in bills, so I'm going to be saying yes. Hello. <laughs> Hello, so I can get paid. Thank you very much. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about you and how you take care of yourself. Well, you know, since I, I would say this year in particular, uh, what I've started doing is uh-huh. actually doing a spa day for myself. Ooh, okay? that's good. Now, the thing is, is that it's, it's okay to, um, you know, have a day where you do your nails and things like that and do a massage, whatever. And I found it very enjoyable. And I went with a friend of mine, and we, we spent the whole day. Wow. We, yes, we did, a whole, we did a whole package. And after that, we went and got dinner, and, and then that was the end of the day. So I did that at the first of the month. And then I said, okay, so I'll do that once a month. So as the the month went on, I realized, I was like, you know, that wasn't enough. 
<laughs> you supposed to do it again twice like, a month. I was huh? like, good enough. I, I was like, I think I need to be replenished some more or something. Yeah. yeah. You know, right? So what I implemented, though, uh, even though I have, you know, do the spa thing or whatever uh, for myself, I implemented more intellectual reading. Yep. I do. I, I try to put, you know, I usually do audio books because you yeah, know, I really don't yeah. have time to sit down and read. Audio. But uh, audio books are very good, you know, just to uh, stimulate thought processes yes, or whatever. Yes. And spending time just by yourself. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. by yourself, you know, no, don't, no talking. Just sitting there, just kind of getting your thoughts together, yep. you know. Yep. And I say listening. me and Jesus, me and there Jesus. That's all, just and me just and Jesus. listening to your in- internal uh, conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Because you don't realize sometimes it changes. Sometimes yep. your internal conversation, yep. it changes. And you have to research yourself. Because if you're saying negative things to yourself yeah. and you don't know it or whatever, you're yeah. your own worst enemy. Hello. You know, I so. know that to be true. So, so those so are the true. things that I do. I do quiet time. Uh-huh. And every once in a while, I treat myself to a spa day. Definitely. <laughs> that is awesome. That is so good. So good. So as we get ready to grow in terms of, you know, I'm already looking at 2024 and, hey, what I want to do and how I want to do it and all yeah. that type of thing. What do you encourage young people to do about their future career? You know, I know mm-hmm. they're there at the school for maybe four to six months or whatnot. Yeah. Do you tell them to make a vision cast for five years? Do you tell them vision cast for one year? How do you instruct them on, you know, going forward? I usually try and get them to do at least two years minimum. Oh, good. At least two years because a lot of times people that young can't, they, they don't yeah. seem to project yeah. more than, yes. you know. So one of the things uh, that's so, so important because, you know, self-esteem is, is, is very important to have, yeah. you know. And some people don't really know, uh, I don't know, they, they don't have a good barometer of what theirs are. Okay. Know? And so um, I, I really work on self-efficacy more than self-esteem. Oh, I love that. Okay. okay. So I Tell us the difference between the difference se- <laughs> self-efficacy and self-esteem. Okay. Self-efficacy really focus on your accomplishments. Are you completing tasks? Yes. You know, completing tasks. So that can be something small. Like if you have a person who suffers... I would say because I've had to deal with my mom suffers with depression. So I always tell her, say, Mom, make a plan for tomorrow. Okay. Just make a small thing of what you're going to do tomorrow. Like, you know, if you get up out of the bed and brush your teeth, that's an accomplishment. Yeah. Check. You, yes. You've check. done that. Check. Yeah. You, you get you get up and you brush your teeth and then you say, oh, I'm going to go outside and water the plants. Check. You know, Hello. every time you accomplish goals or whatever, it builds yourself. Yes, it does. You know, it builds you up. Yes, it So does. you can pat yourself on the back every Hello. time you complete just, you know, simple chores. Yeah. And that you're building your bank of good things that when things go bad right you got that bank to say you know what i achieved that yesterday i can do this tomorrow absolutely so so self-efficacy to me is the the key to building self-esteem oh that's awesome oh that's awesome so it's it's hard sometimes for people to see where they've accomplished anything Mm -hmm. and you know things that i think oh man that's amazing (laughs) they may not think it's anything right so it's so funny that um we and I'm going to say, as women of uh, past 20, <laughs> we <laughs> have to encourage them. Do you find yourself being like a mother hen sometimes? Yeah, absolutely. That's my yeah. job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm good at it, because I have four kids, so oh, I'm a mother. Okay, okay, great. <laughs> I'm a true mother, so therefore, when, and I tell the students when they sign the paper that they, I say, you just signed you up to a secondary mother. Hello, <laughs> so, I'm going to be checking on you. Hello. So I will be keeping tabs or whatever, and, you know, and I tell them straight up, I'm, I'm going to talk to you real. I'm, I'm not going to, Sugarcoat you know, it. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm not going to sugarcoat it, so when you're doing something that just, you know, detrimental to your training, I'm going to let you know. Wow. You know, mm-hmm. just uh, point a blank. You know, in other words, don't sign the paper if you don't want anybody to tell you the truth. Yes. You know, so absolutely. And, and in healthcare, you have to. I mean, right. healthcare is an environment. There's no, there's no room for a lot of dishonesty. Honestly, yeah. people's lives are at stake. That's it. You know exactly. What I'm so you, you yeah. have to just take ownership. Uh, one of the things I like to do, and I tell people all the time, if you have a young person that's going to school for social work, mm-hmm. let them get with me and shadow me for a day. Mm-hmm. I want them to see there's some things in social work you're going to see that you wish you probably wouldn't have seen. Mm-hmm. But I want to prepare people. Things are not always <laughs> rosy 
at other people's homes. Mm -hmm. Your home may be rosy and wonderful, but you may be going into a home where a five-year-old child has been molested. You may be going into a home where, you know, an 18-year-old just got murdered Mm -hmm. and the mom is dealing with that. You may be going into so many situations. And how can you still be loving and kind but Mm -hmm. still show empathy? I think that's one of the biggest skills that we could give people. Mm -hmm. You know, (laughs) my husband's been sick now for six years. So it's interesting because some people don't need to go to the hospital. I'm just being honest and upfront. Yeah. Some people, that's not your ministry yeah. at all. It's not your ministry. At all. <laughs> so if you're going in to tell the sick person how everybody in your family didn't die from this and yeah. died from this, is not your ministry. Not your ministry. <laughs> <laughs> that does not help no. them at all. No. You know, so I try to teach people when I know they're going into social work, hey, you're going to have to always have a word. Mm-hmm. And if you are a believer or not believer, it's time for you to touch into a higher power or something. Because yeah. what people need more than anything is love and hope. That's what they need yeah. is love and hope. And if you can go into your job saying, I'm going to spread love and hope mm-hmm. and all these other things. Yeah, the state requires us to do this, this, and this. Yes. Make sure you do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. But I tell people, hey, this is the end of the session for the state of Texas. Now I'm Cheryl Jones, Queen of Hearts. <laughs> hey, give me your hand. Let's mm-hmm. pray. Let's pray. <laughs> and you have to do that because when you know who you are, yeah. you know why you're there. Yeah. It's no accident who you're assigned right. to. It's no accident who signs up to be your student. No. You know, they're there for a word. They need something. I believe that. And it's not always the education. Yes. Sometimes they need your hug. Sometimes Mm -hmm. they need you to say, girl, you're going to be okay. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. you're going to be okay. It's okay. Let's walk through this. You're going to make it, you know. Exactly. So I just find that so interesting when we as adults, and tell me a little bit about your staff. Are they, you know, like that kind, caring? They are the same. Yeah. They're one in the same. Yeah. They go the extra mile yes. to help the students. Uh, they and and most I, I honestly, all of us all of us uh, share the same uh, continents when it comes to faith. Oh, okay, good. so so we all are people of faith, and we always encourage each other that way. Yes. So uh, when it comes to the students, uh, you know, we let them know that we're Christian people. Yes. So you know, if you're okay with that, you know, yeah. we will share what we have to say you know, to encourage you. Yes. Uh, when it comes to that, um, with the young people, and, and you know, I, they they are starving for they are for this leadership they, they, yes. and mentorship and totally love totally, uh, and and some of the students when I talk to them whatever sometimes I just send them a quote every morning you know oh, there's some yeah. that I have to just I know they need that you yes. know and so sometimes I do that and one of the things I and, and sometimes they'll come to me and they they're talking all rough and I don't know if I can do that I say look you know this is the thing I'm somebody's mother hello okay? so a couple of things I tell them to to really help them that's very simple keep it very simple is uh always clean up your mess yeah you know Clean up behind yourself, you know, so clean up your mess. That means mentally, physically, always clean up your mess, Yeah. okay? And then at some point in your life, love and grow up enough to take care of somebody else's mess. Yes. You you, you just got, it's simple things or whatever, but you got to do that. And the other thing I tell them, uh, not only do you need to uh, keep your things clean, take care of your things. Okay. Yeah. Take care of your things. If your thing is your mother, if that's your that's your thing, make sure yeah. you take care of her. Make sure you you know if you got a husband or whatever, that's your thing. Take yeah. care of it. So yeah. take care of your things and clean up your mess. Yes. Okay? And learn what love really truly is. And that's the main thing that I try and you know with the students to implore. It's like yeah. that's it. I keep it simple. Yeah. You know I ain't gonna sit up here and try and tell you every thing. Fifty little points bit. and no, yeah. I'm gonna turn go over the paper. Yeah. <laughs> You, you're going to have to take it yes. in chunks or whatever yes. and chew it up and to Hello. where you can take it and, and go from there. But keep it simple. Wow. Just do that. Isn't it just beautiful when you know that you've had a part in changing somebody's life? Absolutely. That is the best thing ever. And it, it just takes us to a place of knowing that we're in communion with God, knowing yeah. that we're on the right path. You know, I tell people all the time, I know God. He, I hear that okay do this do this and people say oh you know do you hear an audible voice no <laughs> like that. i just I know. know what i'm supposed to do <laughs> y'all 
without a shadow of a doubt, I know this is from God. I know God. what I'm supposed to do. I know this. Yeah, I love it when people go, yeah. You, you, you mean you heard him? They're trying to see if they need to commit you somewhere. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> no, no, wait. I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> but I know what God has said for me to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. So just having that confidence and yeah. that reassurance that my mouth will be open. My mouth will serve you. You know? Yes. But I have to say, you you are a person, you know, you probably were born to carry multiple loads. Yep. Everybody Absolutely. is not born with that gift. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yep, Everybody so true. Everybody don't have the, the gift to carry others' yep. load. Yep, So it, it, that makes you really in the upper, you know, uh I don't know what the word is for it, but that's a special thing. Right. And, and I think people take that for granted, and that's the reason why I say that it's so important that we find gratitude yes. every day and definitely thankfulness to the people who are able to carry the load. Absolutely. You know, so true. Yeah. If if nobody cared, helped the ones who cannot carry, Hello. we all be just. So true. It's so funny destitute. that you say that because I have all my entire time I've owned a business. I've had a coach. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my coaches were saying, oh, no, you got too much going on and you can't <laughs> do this and you can't yes. do that. Okay, they fired. I'm moving on to the next one. Because here's the thing. If you cannot give a person room enough to know what's best for them, you're not the coach for them. Because everybody doesn't live a cookie-cutter life. You know, I truly believe in multiple streams of income. Some people will say, no, only do one thing. Why? So that one thing can go away and I be homeless? No, ma'am. No, sir. I got to have multiple things going on with some multiple money coming in because I know how the state works. I know here today, gone tomorrow. I I have a program that I've had for the past 18 years. It started out, Uh oh, my goodness, they put so much money in it. My first 10 months, I did $1.2 million. But then year number three, they started cutting that money and putting that same money in another pocket. Mm -hmm. And it's like. Wait a minute, what about the money for this program? Right. That program is still there 18 years later, but it's little. Yes. It's not even the same program it was 18 mm-hmm. years ago because they've chosen to put the money in this area. Yeah. And this area is lifelong, so it's not going to come back here. So if I would have just done the one thing, I would be homeless. There you go. There you go. I would actually be homeless, Mm -hmm. you know, because all of the coaches were like, you know, you need to just focus on this. And it's like some things you cannot control Mm -hmm. when it's a government program that's coming from government money. That don't have nothing to do with me marketing harder. (laughs) That don't have nothing. You don't understand, sir. You don't understand. I can't even if I'm out every day, 24 hours a day, it's not going to change their what's allocated for this program. And I think that's many times when coaches get into a situation where they say, oh, everybody needs to do this, this, and this. That's a recipe for disaster. You know, you have to allow people to have their own individual um, strengths and weaknesses and what I'm good at and what I'm not good at. And I know absolutely what I don't like to do. I hire out for that, y'all. I don't try to do the things I'm not good at. Why? That don't make any sense. If I'm not good at it, don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. Don't. That's just a waste of time and frustration, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's just so interesting that you said that because some people can handle multiple things. Mm -hmm. But if you know you're a person that needs to do one One specific thing, thing, it's okay. Do that Mm -hmm. one specific thing to the best of your ability. And then when you're ready to do something else, pick up another thing and let go of that. But like I said, everybody can't be the same. So yes. I've learned that. So I'm so glad you said that because it's not a slap in the face for somebody who's not doing that. Yep, yep, yep. So I'm so glad you said Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And the other thing that I talk to the students about, too, is is, is, is increasing their emotional intelligence. Oh, yeah, EQ. Yep. Increasing that because some of them do lack they don't even it's like i I slap them when i say stuff like that (laughs) or speak a foreign foreign language or whatever but yeah one of the things is being able to assess other people's gifts you know and giving them opportunity to uh do that you know don't shut people down for you know it's like one of the things i I started when i went to college i actually i had an art scholarship oh wow but i was in louisiana 
Yeah. So I was like, and you know, you see on TV, starving artists support the starving artists. Yeah. And I was like, well, I don't want to be a starving artist. I know artist that's right. Yeah. You're, they're telling me right now I'm going to be starving if I become yeah. an artist. So with that scholarship, I actually, that's when I went to, uh, went into the medical and I did uh, radiology. Uh-huh. And so my, my scholarship really paid for my Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so I did both. I, I, you know, I went to my art. Well, I didn't really go to class. I kind of like my, my instructor made a deal with uh, my scholarship program to let me do my work on my own. Oh, wow. That's yeah. awesome. So that's how I was able to get a job in healthcare, so I'd be able to take care of myself. Yeah. Okay. So being able to assess that people have different talents and not downgrade their talents or whatever yes. is important. You know, Absolutely. Give people opportunity to grow and to you know, um, you know, nobody's perfect. Uh, give them the opportunity to think and yeah. try different ideas. Absolutely. You know, now, think. what is your rate? And you may not know this. I just love numbers. What is your rate of people that do not finish? Rate of people do not finish. Uh, you know what? You're right. I don't know that because most of my students do finish. See? So maybe you're like 99 <laughs> percent it's, it's or very low. 95. It's see? very low because That's you know, let me good. tell you why. I do have some students who may uh, stop. Okay. You know, they may stop at the program for some kind of crisis that happened okay. in their life or whatever, but they come back. Oh, that's they good. Uh, they come back for two reasons. One, we call them go, what happened? <laughs> you know, yeah. like, why are you not done? Right. What, what was the problem? You didn't let us know how to help you with that. Right. That's one we do follow up. And the second reason is that, well, to me, and I talked to him from the beginning, you're paying for this out of your pocket. Yeah. This is not a scholarship because we don't have uh, financial aid and everything. Why would you put money into something that you're not going to finish? Okay. You know? Okay. So we encourage them from day one or whatever. This is an investment. Yes. Okay? This is an investment in, a, in yourself. In your future, yeah. Nobody can take that away from you. Absolutely. But you have to finish. Hello. Okay. So a lot of them do come back oh, uh, wow. to finish and get things like that. In other words, we make sure that when they leave there, they leave with some skill, a yeah. job, something. That yes. You, that you're not going to come and not leave with some certification. That's amazing. Yeah. That is so yeah. good. Absolutely. So good. Do y'all have job developers, or how does that work? We've been working on that really now. Right now, it's just a few of us, me and the instructors. We kind of help and do find jobs or whatever. And yeah. We have a lot of people because we've been in business for a long time. Have a lot of doctors and stuff who always oh, say, hey, we're hiring. That's awesome. Yes. And so we just forward that to the students and things like that. But I'm so glad you brought that up. But now I, I actually started a nonprofit in two, two, 2014, uh, me and a friend of mine. And it was really started out as cancer navigation, but it kind of changed into different things after that. And so right now we're trying to uh, employ a social worker mm-hmm. in order to help develop our student uh, base and help them more whatever so we're trying to get grant money to pay for her wow that's <laughs> so awesome. that she can be the life coach and be the yeah you know, life coaching and, and things like that to help the students navigate all these different scenarios that they come yeah. with you know yeah so everybody needs a guide yeah and do. people don't realize sometimes it's your best friend that you call hey girl this is what's going <laughs> on everybody needs somebody yes. like that mm-hmm now, I tell people coaches are great, mm-hmm. but friends are just as good. Yeah. So you have to decide, are you looking for a business coach, somebody? Are you looking for a life coach with all these, you know, I'm, I got my certification <laughs> for life coaching because yes. I thought, I get so many people to come to me. Let me try to get certified in this. Yes. So I did that. So I was excited about that. But I tell people, I'm just like your friend. If mm-hmm. it's a good friend now, yes, who's been through some stuff, yeah. who have some, to me, you got to have a little bit of Bible with you yes. to know what thus says the Lord, yes. you know, yes. and be able to guide you because everybody needs a guide. Mm-hmm. I tell people when you look at all these athletes and I don't even know hardly any athletes. Y'all, y'all know who they are. Michael yeah. Jordan, all that. I don't even know where he play anymore. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, any of the athletes, they have a coach, yes. y'all. They don't do that by themselves. Any of them, they that is have true. a coach. They have a coach. So you, if you want to do better and be better, get you a coach. Yeah. And somebody, and I don't care if it's once a month. I don't care if it's once a week. I, I have several coaches, actually. And I go to them when I need to. Yeah. You know, it may be monthly. It may be quarterly. I have one guy that I don't talk to but every quarter. <laughs> and I tell him, this is what I did. And I go with him. I do yeah. that list. You say, yes. what is it? Self-efficacy. Yes. I said, I've done this, 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 and this. And he said, have you considered this? Uh-huh. He don't say, will you do? Mm-hmm. Can you do this? Mm-hmm. Have you considered? Consider. 
because nice. he just wants me to grow in my yes. my evolution of business. Yes. And like I told him, I said, for the 20th year, I want to do a big party for the business, all mm-hmm. that. He said, make sure you have done this amount. I challenge you, you know, to go to whatever my number yeah. is for me. You yeah. know, what I've done thus far, he said, if you're trying to do something big in two years, make sure you hit this. Oh, wow. And that's how you can celebrate. And I said, <laughs> you're so right. I'm going to do just that. And it's just like I've been so encouraged by that because even during the time during COVID when I thought, should I just close this down? He said, no, no. just wait. Just yeah. hold on. I said, but it's hard to pay the office rent. He said, just wait. Just, just wait. hold on. Just yeah. hold on. Because I was like, this is not going good. Nobody's yeah. doing anything. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and, you know, he was like, wait. And then the state came out with a lot of the parents could do their own service. So instead of the staff having to go and take care of the kids, uh-huh. the state was letting the parents do it, and we could bill for it. Oh, and wow. I said, look at God. Yes. And they allowed us to open, kind of open back up, but not open, mm-hmm. but doing it a different way. Wow. You never know what's going to happen. God always takes care of there his children. Mm-hmm. Because I just ready, hey, I can load this office and call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> I can find me a job all day long. <laughs> and he was, no, hold on, hold on. I'm so thankful for that. Yes. Because, see, I couldn't see it. Because yes. I'm thinking, wait a minute, a pandemic, how long is this going to happen? Because I was just like, wait, Girl. we can't stay close like this. What's okay. going on? Yeah. I was like, we need some money. Hold on. Hello? You know? Okay. <laughs> so it was just a scary time. And I tell people, if you've been through the pandemic of yes. 2020, yes. you can make it through anything. You can make it through anything. You can make it through anything. Because if anything. that was not the scariest thing I ever. And let I me know. tell you, I was going through a medical situation during the pandemic. Wow. So it's like I had cataracts. I don't really? know if you know. Oh, bad. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know. um Anything about the number. So they say a negative three is legally blind. Mm-hmm. Both of my eyes were at negative 20. What? And I was driving around like uh-uh. driving Miss Daisy or somebody uh-uh. with <laughs> eyes that could not see. Wow. So my granddaughter would say, Nana, the light's red. I couldn't see the red light. So I just think about how God protected me and all yeah. of that. And then in October of 2020 is when I got one eye done. Then I think it was the next month or two months later, I got the second eye done. Wow. But it's like it was his protection. So it's like. I need it for the pandemic to happen so I can so stop mm-hmm. and not kill myself oh with my no God. eyesight. So it's like everything happens for a reason, That's y'all. unbelievable. I know. It's like, but, you know, I'm so glad you talk about the pandemic. Uh, for me, I, I, I keep that in front of me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to forget that it happened. Yep. You know, because um, I think people did change. A lot of people changed. Some people changed for the better. Yeah. But some people changed for the worse. So... So it's, true. Yeah. So true. So it's so important to remember and have, like I said, have gratitude about we're still here. Absolutely. Uh, that he put us through. He Yeah. He, he protected us. us. Mm-hmm. He took care of us during that time and was still able to prosper. Um, unfortunately, we do have to live with uh, financial yeah. sustenance. You know, we have yeah. to have that. So being able to provide education um, and training for people is important to me, yeah. but it's more important just to educate them on how to live Absolutely. a more fulfilling life. Absolutely, and um, be able to because for me, when the pandemic, I was like, "Woo, it's the end of the world." I, <laughs> I, like, I said, "Jesus, are you coming?" What? I'm looking at the sky every day. It's like, okay, they say he gonna come. Yeah, <laughs> like, definitely. I'm definitely, looking. Definitely, I'm looking. Definitely. And so, uh, for me, every day, I, I I still live it like it's the wow. pandemic. Wow, wow, that's good. I do. It's like you know, I don't know what's gonna come next. Right, absolutely. So, you have to be on fear. guard. You know, yeah. not in fear. Just be on guard, but, guard, and be prepared. Yes. Yeah. Be absolutely. Prepared, you know. So. Well, we're at the end of. I told you it would go so fast. Yeah. We're at the end <laughs> of our session today. Is there yeah. anything that you want to share? with the audience i just want to share that i thank you for inviting me Uh, it's been such a pleasure uh i really applaud your efforts to do all the things that you do uh, and and i appreciate people who are able to carry like i said the heavy loads that you do so thank you thank you for that and also i want to let everybody know that you know we are a school that you know we we care about people Absolutely. And we care about the community. Absolutely. So if you want to be a part of something that's bigger than just uh, education yeah. for, for training, yeah, come check us out. Okay, so mm-hmm. tell the school name again okay. and maybe give the phone number or website or whatever you would awesome. like to give. So the school name is Performance Masters Career Institute. Uh, the phone number is 972-805-7630. Go to our website at www.pm 
www.careerinstitute.org. Okay, great, great, great. Well, thank y'all so much for being here today. This is Cheryl Jones, the Queen of Hearts, with Tuesday Top with the Queen of Hearts. Have a wonderful week. Bye-bye. This is Cheryl Jones, host of Tuesday Talk with the Queen of Hearts, broadcasting live each week on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Central from Fishbowl Radio Network Studios. Log on to hear real talk, real guests, and real issues being solved every week. So be sure to log on each week on Tuesday at 11 a.m. Central to catch Tuesday Talk with the Queen of Hearts. Jump in. 